Welcome to Between X and Z, a dad and his daughter's podcast. I'm Roger, I'm the dad, and I represent Gen X. And I'm Tori. I'm the daughter, and I'm representing Generation Z. Over here at Between X and Z Podcast, we're a one-take, no-edits podcast discussing all range of topics from religion to what's trending on Twitter. Those conversations you wish you could have with your dad, Roger and I will have them for you, and we're putting them on the internet. Settle back and grab a snack and enjoy this episode of Between X and Z. Yo, 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 what is good, lovely people on the internet? Welcome back to another episode of Between X and Z Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Tori. I'm the Gen Z representative. And who do I have with me here today? And I'm Roger. I am the Gen X representative. I'm the dad. And can you believe it? A brand new podcast from Between X and Z. Listen. Do you you realize the last podcast went out on May the 23rd? That's embarrassing. This, what is the date today? Like the 13th. 14th. Is it really the 14th? Yes. Y'all. Let me just tell you, it is so much work doing a podcast. It's actually really not that much work. I've just been so uninspired. We the last couple we of need weeks. to like maybe apologize to our listening I'm audience. So sorry. Oh my this gosh! This is our YouTube apology. We're so sorry. <laughs> we are going to start cranking them out. Yes, watch. There be like four weeks in between the next one. That would be. We actually probably do need to mass record in the next couple of weeks because July is insanity. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, you've got some serious travel. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm going to California with one of my best friends for a 10 day training, yeah. and you're going to do some circuit riding or something, right? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> what? That was so. You are you're kind of correct. Yes. Yes. I'm going for a 10 day training with the circuit riders out of Huntington Beach, California, with one of my best That's actually really good. That's what we should. <laughs> oh my gosh, we need to make the uh, intro for my tea time with Tori. I was we'll, just thinking about that. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Sorry, but guys. anyway, if somebody's listening, Tori, to this podcast for the very first time. Yeah. What is Between X and Z? Well, they would have learned about that in the intro, but I'll re-explain. Who listens to intros? (laughs) Uh, Literally everyone. Especially my lame voice in the first one. Yeah, we really need to re-record that, brother. Oh my gosh. so bad. (laughs) I'm going to... There goes the recording. You just blew the recording right there. No, I'm just kidding. I had an explosion of joy. I I know you did. I once read on Tumblr. I know. I'm about to expose myself. I sometimes read things on Tumblr, guys. I once read this, like, science post on, I swear, half of my scientific education has, in fact, come from Tumblr. But I once read this, like, Tumblr post where it was, like, how beautiful it is that, that, oh, hold on, what was it? Hold on, let me think about it. It was, like, how beautiful it is that our, that we, that us humans, our bodies feel so much joy that we must release it, that we can't contain it, and that's the laughter. And I thought that was a really beautiful perspective. Wow. I know. We're getting deep already. That's deep already. Um, Are you ready for my tea time with Tori? Because i got a great one for you today. Well, hold on. You're in such a hurry. I, I can tell it's been a long time, hasn't it? I know. It? I need to get my mojo back. So anyway, we're so glad. If you're still listening with us, thank you for hanging in there. You we're gonna be our We're going to get some more episodes. Are ahead of us. And you're going to notice that, you know, even as dad and daughter, we talk over each other all the time. Oh, and, sorry. you know. So we work at it and we try our best, but it just is what it is. I need to get, I need to remind myself of podcast etiquette because I have forgotten it. <laughs> it's okay. Well, since I am a podcast professional. Okay. I really want to 
didn't I will keep you on the straight and narrow. We need to buy our red light for when it shows that we're recording. I know. And we need to get you a camera so we can do video recordings. Oh, my gosh. We actually do. Don't you have one? No, I don't. I thought you did. Nope, I don't Mm -hmm. have. I I have a webcam right here. No. Oh, are you talking about like one for me? Yeah. For a split perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, you, I think we would go viral if people saw what we do oh, during the intro. It would be insane. We be. would become instant million subscribers. Well, that, okay. Just, just so they could <laughs> see. Hold on, the, let's just, let's just, just rewind so that. they could see. We would the, become instant million subscribers. That is just what came out of your mouth. Just to, just to see the dance moves that we have. They're really good. Dad and I are just prepping for the wedding. And the opening intro. That's so true, Dad. Anyway, we are a, a podcast where a dad and a daughter just talks about life. All the things of life. All of the messy things of life. Yes. And so I think it's about time for our first segment. Oh, yeah. What time is it, Dad? It's Tea Time with Tori. Yeah, let's talk about one thing first. In our last episode, Dad spelled out Tea Time like capital T instead of T-E-A. I will fix that on this episode. Thank you. I, that was our first order of business in our in our tea time with Tori. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, tea time with Tori is where I, Tori, talk about my current obsession, and I've moved on from Harry Styles. For now, I'm sure we'll circle back to him. <sighs> Shush, Dad. My current tea time with Tori is fridge organization. What? Oh yeah, Dad. It has taken over my life. Have you been watching YouTube videos? Maybe. Okay, for those who don't know, our love organization, I love it so much. I think it is God's gift to us. And (laughs) my fiancé is getting ready to move into the apartment that we're going to share after we get married in November. And so, naturally, guys, I'm like, we need to keep this place spick and span. Like, this is going to be a nice place. And so, I've been looking into a lot of stuff. And fridge organization is the best thing. I've Sorry, Dad was just giving me a signal because I was getting way too excited. Yeah, fridge organization is so cool. It's awesome to get excited. Just lean back away Dad, from I'm the just, mic. I'm so sorry. I can't. Not when I talk about fridge organization. Okay, let's talk about fridge organization. Dad, I just want to put nails under my... I want to put... Uh, uh, what is it? Under my nails, I want to put something and like poke my nails right you now. You want to put bamboo under your nails? Yes, that's the word I was looking for. I got you. Yeah, so fridge organization is really cool because you can like keep your fridge all organized in these little containers and they have ones for your little eggs, and they have some for, like, your little cans, and you wow. can just keep everything organized. That's awesome. And it sounds really cool. If you say so. I have to sneeze. Say something funny while I sneeze. Oh, my goodness. I Go ahead. Serious. No, just that's pinch not, your nose. No, you got to pinch your nose. I so you can tell this is an unedited, here comes the sneeze. She's oh, about wait, to grab I'm her actually, nose. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, We're good, man. That was, that was a close call. You can tell this is a no edits, one take podcast. We almost had a live sneeze. That would have been so good for the views, for the listens. So okay. you're all into fridge and all, all fridge, that? No, fridge organization. I'm not into fridges. I'm into fridge organization. <laughs> They're very Why? Cool. That, it's just It's so aesthetically pleasing. So back in the day, when I first got my first apartment. Yes. That your mother and I were going to share yes. once we got married in December. Yeah. Okay. I got the apartment around September, October, yep. September, I think, maybe October. And so I had October and November and part of December where I had my own place, where right? You got to live the bachelor life. It was the greatest two and a half months Shut of my up. life. You're so fake. You're so <laughs> fake. That is such a lie. No, it was funny because the very first day that I moved in, uh, here comes, here comes, here comes my wife 
or soon to be wife in two and a half months with a whole bunch of hanging clothes. Hers. Yeah, that's literally me right now. And she started filling up the other bedroom with hanging clothes. Yeah, I'm and literally, I, was like, I literally am doing that I am so bedroom. in trouble. You, yeah. Wes is in the same position because I too am moving <laughs> in like half my stuff when he moves in in July. Nice. And we don't get married till November. Oh, Just trying God to make the process you. more seamless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay, are you ready for our awesome topic today? I'm I am. I'm ex- I have no clue what the topic is. She did give me no forewarning yes. whatsoever. Like most of our topics, I thought of this today and then gave my dad no forewarning, like he said, and I texted him. I said, This is podcast gold right here. This is. Okay, are you ready? I'm actually pretty intrigued to see what you're going to say about this topic. I have an I, opinion, I promise you. I want to talk about burnout. Burnout? Do you even know what that? Wait, do you know what that is? Like when you just burned out of whatever you yeah, do. Yeah, I want to talk about like burnout and our culture's fascination with like busyness. Okay. Oh my gosh, you can probably hear our dog and my brother fighting to the <laughs> dueling upstairs. <laughs> that adds to the ambience of the podcast. It just adds to the, to, the, to the podcast dueled. Yeah, so I, oh my gosh, I have so many thoughts and feelings on this. I think our culture's obsession and idolization of being busy always being on the quote-unquote grind has destroyed our culture and i like have feel this personal commissioning to just take like assault this idea of busyness it's so fascinating to me and so i'd love because i feel like generationally like people approach this topic a lot differently because i would say if you were to survey anyone in gen z Eight out of ten people would say that they're currently burned out, and that they're young. Like that, Gen Z is is kind of that eighteen to like I think right now it's anywhere from like that, like maybe thirteen right. to like twenty five year old. Are you googling what burnout is right now? No, I'm looking a book up that I just read before okay. the book I'm reading right now because I'm going to make it as a recommendation. Oh, recommendation, yeah. So I I've been thinking a lot about this because I I do a lot and I'll like fully admit that like I am somebody who loves to stay busy. It's a part of my personality type. I love managing multiple projects. I currently work for a couple different organizations. I work for a nonprofit. I work uh, full time at my church. Um, I pastor as well with my fiance. So I have a lot of, a lot of pots going on the fire in the stove. And I'm also a full-time college student, you know, in the midst of all that. So those are four full-time jobs What I just mentioned. That's what, that's what, that's my life right now. And just upon examining that and really kind of starting to process that with the Lord and looking at Plus you've planned about seven summer trips before your wedding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love to travel too. And so I'm trying to squeeze in as much travel as possible before I get married. Did I tell you the girl? Never mind. Anyways, I got something to tell you later. So what you're trying to say is you are the exact epitome of everything that is wrong with culture. (laughs) I so am. (laughs) That is wrong with our culture that is leading to burnout. I am though, and that's why I want to talk about it. And so what? So so I agree with you. I think burnout. Tag is a, I agree with you. You are what's wrong with our culture. No, <laughs> I agree with you that burnout is a serious problem in our culture today, and we are way too busy. Yes. Way too busy. Yes. I look at my own life. I'm in my early fifties. I work a full time job. <laughs> this I know. is we're crazy. About to air, we're, we're about to air our I work a full time job in the insurance industry, a nine to five yeah. Monday through Friday. Okay. I also work a part time that often becomes a full time job as the media director of my church. 
Yeah. That is a paid position that I'm actually, I have to engage several hours yeah. a weekend. And this right? is, okay, I'm just going to give a disclaimer. This is not us complaining about the amount of work. We've ha- no. We have chosen these things. We've chosen these things. We're just explaining. We're explaining. But on top of that, I do t- three podcasts right now. Yes. And I review films on a regular basis. Yeah, you're a film critic. <laughs> for the local film critic association oh. here in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm super busy as well, too. Yeah. And so... What I do, though, is I have to have periods of just downtime. Yeah. You know, I have to have periods during the during the week where I'm just not doing anything. Yeah. You know, uh, where I'm relaxing. I sit out. You notice I sit out on the front porch a lot yeah. in the evenings. And, and just I, was like, I thought it was just an old man thing until I realized I think I need to start doing that. And, or my and I just I just think about the things in life. Yeah. Now, there is a great book I want to recommend. Okay. Give it to people. It's by an author by the name of John Eldridge, and he quite often... Is he a theologian? He sounds, um, the name sounds familiar. So he leads a, a men's group called Wild at Heart. He has okay. a book series called Wild at Heart. Okay. He primarily does men's ministries. I'm going to put the link to the book in our show notes for okay. people that get the podcast. But the name of the book, he wrote a book for everyone, and it's called Get Your Life Back. Everyday Practices for a World Gone Mad. So true. That sounds and, good. And what he addresses, he says, he, he asked the question, he says, has the 24-7 onslaught of contemporary life with its endless demands left you exhausted? Yes. <laughs> and so he's going to offer you wisdom about how do you detach yourself so good. from the 24-7 365-day-a-year yeah. world yeah. and really reconnect and and, 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 and kind of uh, connect with the Lord, connect yeah. with your inner self again, you know? Yeah, I think that's so good. I was thinking about it, and this is a conversation that I continually have with my with my circle of um, like three best friends on my girl group, and we talk about it. It comes up almost every time we get together, the four of us, and the conversation always sometimes so- somehow leads to why why is our generation why why are we all so sober now and i think one of i think you kind of said it there where you're talking about it but i think we have become so oversaturated with overexposed with access to so many different people's lives yeah like, i talk about that all the, i think about that all the time in social media of human beings were never never made to see people's lives in the way we're never we're never made to have that much access to our lives through social media i think about it and it's so interesting because i'm like we we violate so many personal subconscious personal boundaries for ourselves through the way that we have normalized oversharing social media what we do it's we don't even realize that we're disrespecting ourselves in the way that we approach it it's so fascinating to me well, and it's not even that's just that's just the one slice. The, that's the tip of that's, the iceberg. That's just one slice of the whole pie yeah. of what keeps us so busy. Yeah. And part of the problem is the busy things we do are can be an adrenaline rush. They feed Ooh, they I feed us. Think about that. They feed us because we are engaging on our phones. Yeah. We're engaging in social media. We're engaging in our job. We're 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 always finding out about like you said what other people are doing and what's going on and yeah. who's doing what's the be- what's a good book you're reading now. I mean, we instantly can we instantly have community with the whole world. Yeah, because we're all so busy. But the problem is, is that we get so busy in all that engagement that it just t- 
tears our soul down, wears mm-hmm. us out, yeah. and we get completely burnt out. That's so true. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to turn this into the John Eldridge podcast, but his uh. last two books was the one the one I just mentioned, and the the newest one is called Resilient. Restoring your weary soul in these turbulent times. That's so interesting. So, 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 not only did he write a book. Okay, not only did he write a book uh, called "Get Your Life Back" about all the speediness of society. Yeah. We went from that to a pandemic, and two years oh the world gosh. shut down. The world went nuts. The t- for two years, the world practically shut down, and now we're finding ourselves on the whiplash end of how do we get our weary souls back? How do we? How reconnect. do we get our time back? How do we get that time yeah. back? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's so interesting. I think you bring up so many great points of of all of that. And something that I was really thinking about was I was really kind of starting. This is how I process a lot um, with myself and with right. the Lord. I like to I ask myself questions and I like to walk it back because there's always a root for something. And so I was just like, why? I was starting to ask myself, like, why do we glorify it? Like, why? Like, I was thinking about it the other day, and I was thinking about how whenever somebody talks about the amount of projects or how stressed out they are, people applaud it. And we don't even realize we do it. Or if somebody's talking about, oh, yeah, man, I'm so stressed. I've got this, this, and this. It's like, oh, man, that's awesome. Or, oh, yeah, man, I feel We affirm the craziness of our life. We feed it through validation, and I started thinking about it. But then I was like... But what is motivating us? Why are we so obsessed with other people's perceptions of our workload? Like, Mm. why does that matter to us? Like, why does it matter what some rando thinks of my workload or what I do? Why does it matter? You know what I mean? And then I started thinking about it more. And so I was processing this. Like I said, I'm in a lot of life changes right now with getting ready to get married. And I felt a real prompting from the Lord to, like, start looking at my schedule. And he was... and. And a real just a real prompting from that. And as I was going through and I was kind of listing stuff out and I was looking at it and I kept I was really having this internal struggle because I was like, it's all important, God. I mean, if you look at it, what you know what I mean? And like I said, this is not to like go yay, Tori. She does so many awesome things. But you know what I mean? I, I work a full time job. That's important. I, I go to school full time. That's yeah. important. I work at a nonprofit that helps women coming out of human trafficking. That is so important. You know what I mean? I pastor. That is so important. Right. So I look at all of those things and I'm like, God, I can't give one of those up. Or, you know what I mean? Like, those are all so important. And the Lord said something to me. And I was just looking at them and I was so overwhelmed by the weight of how do I manage all of this? And the Lord said something to me and it stopped me in my tracks. And he said, Tori, he goes, if you, if you never get another day of validation for all that you're doing if nobody ever commented or said thank you or anything come on would it still be he goes would i still be enough for you and he come goes on. and it just it instantly stopped me in my tracks and it, it i felt like the blinders came off and i started thinking about it and i was like why am i running around subconsciously trying to take on all of these things why is our generation doing that when I already have the biggest approval, you know what I mean? When I already have the yeah. biggest validation, like I have just been turning over and over the fact that in scripture and you probably can, it's in the gospels. I know where Jesus says, come, come to me all that are weary and you will find rest. And, and yeah, he was probably talking to a group. And of, he says, I will restore your soul. I will. I mean, that's in Psalm 23. Like I will restore, I will restore your soul. And, and I think, I think that's so interesting. And I think, I think Jesus, I mean, he did know, he did know where we were headed as a culture. And I don't think that was necessarily just for those 
who have been entrapped in sin and all this other stuff. I think we like to apply that verse more to, uh, we like to be like, oh, you know, if you're doing all of these things that are harming yourself, like that's what Jesus was talking about. But I also think that we can look at that verse of come to me all who are weary and I will give you rest of instead of trying to put on all of these things that are tiring your soul out. Why don't you actually position yourself in the place that you were ever that you were originally supposed to be, the place that you were never meant to leave, which is actually just receiving the validation of the Father. And in that, so as I was continuing then, as, as, as I was unpacking this with the Lord, the Lord said one more thing to me, that if I'm going to be kind of frank, guys, offended me. And he said, Tori, he goes, none of this impresses me. Wow. And I like shifted in my seat and I was like, do you want me to relist what I just told you guys? Wow. Like, That's on, good. You know I, mean? wow. I was like. And it wasn't that I was, and I, I was like, what do you mean none of that impresses you? And he goes, yeah. it's beautiful, Tori. And he goes, but what you do does not impress me. And, and he was like, nothing you could ever do could woo, you, could could raise my affection meter for you. And he goes, it's who you are. And he goes, that's who I fell in love with. That's wow. who I gave my son for. You know what I mean? And yeah. He, no, it, I think that's good stuff. It's so, and, and so I've just, I've been thinking about this and I've just, I felt a real charge from the Lord of I've gotten kind of mad. I'm like, why have we allowed ourselves to idolize and glorify this busyness when we were never created? We were never created to live that life. You know what I mean? Yep. I would love to hear your thoughts from because you've lived you've lived a lot of life. I would say. I mean, I don't say that you're old in a bad way, well, but you I, are older. So I know. would love to see to hear maybe you talk about a little bit from your perspective of. Maybe would you say maybe a simpler pace of life that you lived growing up to now of where it feels like the world's because like, this is all I've ever known. You know what I mean? The world, to my knowledge, I can never not imagine a world that wasn't this fast paced. But I feel like you maybe could talk about a time where it wasn't like this. And what are some maybe some some either suggestions or, or I've got or three. I've got three. I've got three suggestions. Yes. But, but so let me back up real quick and just talk about this. I think a lot of what's going on now is my generation's fault, or let me say it this Whoa. way. It's the fruit of the seeds we planted a generation ago. Whoa. I've, what do you mean? I'm gonna is, tell I you, totally I'm, did not even think you were going to say that. I'm going to tell you why. So when I, I was born in 1970. You're old. But and the you. 70s was a peaceful, not a peaceful time, turbulent time in the world. Yeah. But life was much slower in the 70s. Hey, what was it saying? Peace, love, and what? Yeah. Peace uh, and love and all of that? Yeah. So so the, the, seven, the, the 70s was a, you know, I grew up in the country. Yeah. It was a slower time. It was a, uh, we, we laid on the front porch and listened on the radio to baseball in the evenings in the summer. I mean, it was kind of like, it was like Norman Rockwell, kind of yeah. quieter, that kind of thing. 70s was not so so busy for me. But the 80s, the decade of the 80s was the let's get it. Let's yeah. get all you can get. Capitalism to the extreme. Oh, no, yeah. Actually, Ronald Let, Reagan. Yeah, let's, so right. let's go. And there are a lot of great things about that, but it created a drive. Work, work. You, The American dream is possible. If you work hard enough and you do enough, it the American like, dream yeah. is possible, right? I still believe that. Yeah, I'm not against sure. that, okay? The problem is, is we went into the 90s and we started getting married and we started having kids. And so what did we do? We carried our 80s drive into our personal lives. Wow. And then we raised our children where 
the moment they were three years old, we had them on a T-ball team. And then we had them in Cub Scouts. And then we had them in Boy Scouts. And then we had them in soccer. And then they were playing sports year-round. Or they were in, in doing archery. In other words, we were all, they were wrestling. And they were, I mean, it's like they were doing stuff all year around, we had our kids doing stuff because that is what we do. And so we raised the whole generation oh in the nineties and in the two thousands and even in the, and, and even in the, the 2000 teens, we raised a whole generation where we kept them busy as all get out. It used to be that on Wednesday nights, schools never did anything because that's when they had church on Wednesday nights. Yep. And we never had anything going on on Sundays. But right now, that's gone. There's something every night of the week at the schools, some kind of an event, a play, a sporting event. Something's going on every night of the week at the school. And then on Saturdays and Sundays is athletic stuff. They're wrestling or they're doing baseball or softball. There's always something going on seven days a week now. And we've raised the whole generation. Then you add on top of that the internet oh my gosh yeah. and all of the access now to the whole global world mm-hmm. and that's has produced by the year 2022 a, a a a whole nation of people a whole planet of people who are go 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 and know nothing else and know nothing else so how do we break that cycle? I'm going to give you three tips. Oh, my God. The okay? pastor, the teacher's coming out of I'm going to give you three <laughs> things you can do to help disconnect from the high-speed world that we live in right, right now. Give them to me, Pastor. Okay, number one, there's this amazing thing on your cell phone called turn off or silence notifications. Oh, do not disturb? Just silence notifications. That's really okay? good. Okay? So that's the first step is... Pick time of your pick times during the day where you silence notifications. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second thing, make an attempt to turn screens off on a semi-regular basis. Yeah. Detach yourself from screens. Yeah. Okay. Say, take, you know, one day a month. Start with one day a month and say, for that whole day, I'm not going to use a screen whatsoever. Wow. Then if that goes well, pick one one day a week where you say, mm-hmm. I'm not going to use screens from the time I get home from work until I, I go to bed. And the next day I get up, and then I won't use screens. Then work it to where you have a regular time where you're turning screens off. That's so good. Okay. Finally, the third key is get outside away from the busyness of life. Either go to a library. If you're not an outdoorsy person, go to a library where it's super quiet and find a corner and tuck yourself away and get a book Mm -hmm. and just relax. If you're an outdoorsy person, then go take a walk in the woods, take a walk at at a park somewhere, get away from the busyness of life. Just begin to do those three things. Turn the notifications off, turn the screens off, and, and, and get away, physically get away from the busyness of life. And you can might you might just start to restore your soul a little mm, bit. That's good. Yeah, no, I think that's so good. I've never, yeah, I love the practical along with the, the bigger perspective because I've never thought about it until you phrased it that way. Like my job was on the floor as you were talking about that of, you're so right of from the, I mean, I can even remember and this is because I was a pretty active kid and a busy kid, if I started dancing when I was two, I was competitively dancing when I was five. 
like competitively dancing. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And I danced, I danced for 10 years. And then after that it was, I did volleyball. And after that I did theater and volleyball until I was so busy and I had pushed myself so much till I had a sports injury where I had to pull back. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so that's just so interesting. I've never thought about it like that of we, you, we've just been handed this whole, this is just normal. And I would even say too, my fiance, actually really what sparked this is actually a conversation that my fiance and I um, have been having. And he's so good about this. And I, something I really respect about him is that he, so he is so <coughs> unattached to his phone that's like, great. It's such a good, it's such a quality I respect about him and something I'm really, really trying to do. But we were watching TV last night and we were watching a show on Hulu and it's actually a really good show. You guys should watch it. It's only murders in the building. We're rewatching it because <laughs> the second season is getting ready to come out and we're very excited. Yeah. yeah. So it's on Hulu. And of course, because I'm a baller on a budget. I don't have the ad free plan because that's more expensive. I have the ad plan. And so we're watching the show and about, like I'd say about three or four times during the show, they'll have a two minute ad break. And so the first ad break comes and I think nothing of it. And I get on my phone and open up Instagram and my fiance, very the sweetest man, very lovingly puts his hand over my phone and says, embrace the boredom. And I just turned to look to him and I was like, what? And he goes, <laughs> embrace the boredom, Tori. That's so good. And I put it down, and I was like, okay. And so the next time the commercial break came, he just immediately, like, leans over to me and goes, embrace the boredom. And so I didn't touch my phone, and I, like, thought about it, and I was like, why? Why did I, why did I feel that, you know what I mean? Why did I feel the need that, okay, I'm suddenly not entertaining anymore. I've got two minutes of counting down time or two minutes of time that I need to fill. You know what I mean? Yep. And so I, so what I realized happened was, Later on in the episode, because I had already seen the show, I'm rewatching it with uh, my brother and him since I'd already seen it. I closed my eyes during a commercial break and I fell fell asleep for the rest of the episode. (laughs) And you know what? I woke up from that nap and I felt so good. And I realized, and my fiance was just grinning at me because he's like, "You need to rest." And he goes, "He looked. He's like, he's like, good job embracing the boredom." And I realized I was like. I was trying to overstimulate myself because I'm like, this is just what you do. You got to be awake. You have to be entertained. And I actually just needed to rest. Yeah. One of the telltale signs uh, uh, that you're doing too much and you are oversaturated and you're headed toward that burnout. One of those telltale signs are if you stop for any amount of time and just embrace the boredom, you're falling asleep. Yeah. That you was know, my, that was my wake up call. Yes, absolutely. Because I, I do the same thing. You yeah. and I are we, we, we we're tease. We're otters. We're very similar in personality. Yeah. And I need that stimulation to keep me going sometimes, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like you do so much that you need it. Yeah. And I find that, you know, my wife, she can go to bed and pop a book, open a book and she can read for like an hour. Yeah, it's actually. And she has a very healthy balance with the stuff that she does. Yeah. And if I go to bed and I crack a book open, I'm falling asleep in three minutes. It's so true. It makes reading my Bible at night hard because yeah. I just fall asleep. Well, well, Tori, this is this has been great. I have yes. I have really really enjoyed this. We got our mojo back. And, and I hope you listening out there that you, in our wonderful listening audience, I hope you guys. We're not judging. We're we're, we're the we're oh, the no. chiefest of sinners as far yeah, as guilty. We are, we are the the head circus. We're the circus yes. leaders right now. But one of the things I feel, and I'm so glad you brought this topic up, is that you know 
we want to point out yeah. often we're just way too busy. Yeah. We're doing too much. We all need to slow down and smell the roses a little bit and restore our souls. So true. Embrace the boredom this week, guys. We love you. We'll we'll see you next episode. If you're listening to this, that means that you survived another episode of Between X and yes, Z podcast. We you are made so it. proud of you. We are proud of you. Very proud. Go ahead and follow us on all social media platforms at Between X and Z Pod. And for business inquiries, you can email us at Between X and Z Pod at gmail.com. Awesome. I love all that Between X and Z. What is Between X and Z? It's the wise of life, Dad. We'll see you next week. Thank you.